0: Hello and welcome to the Falling Star Wrestling Podcast. In the show today, we have a very special guest. The unstoppable Jaden Scar will be on the show today discussing the events of Westlyn a few months back and also his massive statement that he made about his career with Falling Star Wrestling. We get into all of that in this episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host for the show today. My name is Patrick Vincent Crown, also known as P.V.C., My tag team partner and co-host will be on the call today, he goes by many names and many monikers, but you'll know him as the star that puts the star in Falling Star, it's Jimmy Star. Now, it was great to be able to sit down with Jaden in this episode and chat quite frankly and candidly about his choices and his decisions. Jaden has graciously said that he's going to be attending the next two shows for Falling Star Wrestling and then he'll be off into the sunset. So, if you can, make sure you attend the next Westland show on Sunday 11th of September and then in Watlington two weeks later on Sunday 25th of September. Both shows are afternoon shows, opening the doors at 3.30 with the show kicking off at 4.30. If you're a fan of Jaden Scar, make sure you come down and see him off in style. Alright, that's enough of me right now. We know why you're here today, and that's not to listen to me, sadly, so let's jump into the show chatting to Jaden Scar. So, the Falling Star Wrestling Podcast welcomes former Falling Star Wrestling Tag Team Champion and former two time FSW Champion, the unstoppable Jaden Scar, on the show today. Now, just to set the scene for the listeners out there who maybe aren't fully aware, Jaden, you were in a match a few weeks back at Wesleyan in a triple threat match between yourself, the Sassy Bear Clarence, and JJ King. Now, in that match, you sort of unseemingly just gave up and walked away from the match. This was very unlike you. Now, without beating around the bush too much, I think we should just kind of get into the recent actions and the statements made by yourself concerning, I guess, the future of Jaden Scar within Fallen Star Wrestling. So can you take us through your thought process heading into that match a few weeks back and also how you came to make the decision you did and the announcement you made on Facebook, mate?
1: Yeah, evening, lads. Cheers for having me on. Obviously, you you boys are working hard for a bit of exposure for the company. So I suppose I, I open up a little bit more than than what a few words on a, on a post can really say. I'm in a fantastic place in my life. I run my own business, I have three beautiful children, I have a beautiful stepchild. I'm in a great place in my life on on a personal level. But there is no secret over the last 18 months, two years, that a few personal things in my life have come out. And I don't want to make myself sound out like a celebrity or anything like that, but they have come out in the public domain, which is obviously sort of, you know, hurt me on a personal level now. People, people do things in life. People act certain ways. And there is always two sides to many stories. But the, the one thing that has always kept me on the straight and narrow for the past eight and a half years, and this is not a shoot, has always been wrestling. It's been the one thing that I could walk into a place, whether it be a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday, anywhere in the UK, and I'd leave my shit at the door. And I would enjoy working a wrestling show. Now, there becomes a point in life where you're happy, you're a lot happier in your personal life. So wrestling might not actually give you that anymore. And there's been countless times that wrestling has given me many happy moments. And there's not a lot of times that I can remember that it's given me sad moments. But there becomes a point that you just don't enjoy it anymore. And I made the decision to walk away on that Saturday. I I walked out on a match, which I'm not proud of at all. And I'd like to make one thing straight, that it's certainly not me throwing my toys out the I would like to say... from day one i've had a respect to be totally honest with you i I would like to say that at some point everybody that i've met through wrestling certainly through fallen star would have felt my passion and me as a real person and i'm sure i've connected with everybody on a certain level and everybody's had a certain amount of respect off me and i've certainly felt a certain amount of respect back so you know it's, it's not about respect or anything like that it's about doing the right thing now there's um there's been many people sort of, you know, speculate. You know, why? The the reason is, is that. Um... I just don't enjoy it anymore, you know, and I don't mean in the sense of where I don't enjoy wrestling. I just don't. I don't. I, I used to design my T-shirts every week, fresh gear every week, live, breathe wrestling, fresh spots, notes on my phone, training camps everywhere. And I just feel that there's many people coming through that curtain, and if you can't just give it 100% dedication, then maybe you don't have the right to get to walk through the curtain. You have to work hard, you have to train hard, and I haven't done that for a long while.
2: I'm not going to wh- pull the wool over the over the fans' eyes, obviously, this is this is a genuine conversation. S- since that wrestling event, me and you haven't personally spoke. I mean, we're cool, we've chatted over DM and, and stuff like that, and yeah. you know, I've made sure that you're okay and, and, and whatnot, but this is the first time we've spoke personally, and it's just a few questions that I want to ask, whatever, but... The, the first thing I, I do want to say is, is is that personally, I hold no umbrage or ill will. I get it. You know, like, if you're not passionate about something anymore, especially something like wrestling, which does require a huge amount of dedication, it takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on you mentally. You know, there's that old adage in wrestling where, you know, especially when you're starting out and you're not getting paid everything, there's old saying isn't there, if there was 30 quid, Hanging from a tree in Scotland, would you drive up there and get it? Well, the answer is no. Of course, I wouldn't. But if you got to wrestle, would you? Then, yeah, of course, I would. You know, because yeah. that's the sort of love and passion, especially at the start, you have to have for the business. And if and even twenty years into the job, it, to a certain extent, I I still have, and I totally respect that. That's gone for you. But the the only thing I want to ask is that, to be honest, it wasn't it wasn't just that that match per se that that was off that day i mean you, you, uh, you got to confess the whole the whole day from the minute you walk through the door you weren't in a good mood. I mean, I I thought you'd had something had happened. I thought you'd you know you you know, cars broken down, whatever, lost your fucking job. You really seemed like you you were in a bad place and you, and and you you didn't want to be there. Has this been building up for quite some time? This this decision making in your head or so, was that so, yeah, show?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I've made the uh, it was a snap decision to walk out of the ring. That obviously wasn't that that, that wasn't pre planned whatsoever. I never I never turned up that day thinking to myself that I was gonna do that I'm not that type of person but yeah yeah yes it, yeah I, I won't make it no secret that I had had a thought many months ago and, and and it's just and it's just brood and brood and brood and brood and brood and uh, I, I'd like to make it clear that I owe everything in wrestling to Fallen in star they give me a platform from day one to lace up my boots put some tights on and and, and let me roll in there and perform with, with, with you know the crowd but the only way I can describe it, I mean, I'm, I'm a massive football fan. The only way I can describe it is is—is that you have played for a football team for a very long while and you've been their focal point for a long while. And maybe you understand that you shouldn't be that focal point anymore, but you still need to be a point. But where you then get asked to play, you can't play to your best capability. So you're always just doing... A job, and and that's absolutely fine for some people. And I will make it no secret. At thirty five year old, hurting myself week in week out, I won't do that if I can't perform a hundred and or hundred and ten percent even. I give absolutely everything in the ring that I every single match. You know, for a thirty five year old lad, my cardio's still quite. But I come out of the ring and I'm absolutely spent, and that's not because of my cardio. That's because I've literally left everything that I've got to give in that ring and if i can't do that anymore or if the um part of the card doesn't allow you to do that anymore then you you're a professional you, you you do your job but if this stems over a period of time then then yeah the, the frustration built up but it was a snap decision but yeah to answer it i had thought about it for a long long while and uh, you, you're right i didn't want to be there on on the saturday but the, the the thing is, is what let me down is is trying to be professional and not not show for a show led to the downfall of um, unfortunately people actually seeing my frustration where normally a smile will glaze over that frustration.
2: Yeah, I mean that, that's what I sort of thought because you know again me and you have, have built up a nice relationship over the years. We're quite close. We're good friends. Definitely. I mean it goes beyond student teacher by far you know you've been a great talent and a great draw for falling star wrestling for the for the past 10 years i suppose i just would wish you have maybe could have spoke to me but i mean it, 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 uh, talk, talk to me about it because even if even if you know i'm not going to sit there and try and talk someone into wrestling for me or wrestling for falling star wrestling if if they don't want to be there i don't know it could have just maybe made things a little bit mentally easier for you because it, it, it must have been quite a quite a rough time. I mean, we all have ups and downs in this business and I've had, I've had times personally myself where I felt like I've, I've had to walk away, but because of the business and the fact I'm coaching, I I I, I can't. And then you just end up overcoming it and, and finding your love back. But I, sp- I suppose what I'm saying is if, if we, maybe if we could have had a chat, th- this transition could have been, could have been a bit easier. But again, I mean, I I would have never forced you to, to stay in something that, that, that you weren't enjoying anymore. You know, I just want to make that clear. Cause I, you know, I don't feel like, I don't want you to feel like you couldn't have ever spoke to me. And also once falling star Wrestling's done and your wrestling careers out of the way. And I'm, I'm sure Sean can, you know, you, uh, can, can speak for this as well. You've made, friends for life in Falling Star Wrestling not just within the wrestlers but within the fans as well once you've wrestled in Falling Star Wrestling and and you've you've proved your worth and and you've and you've stuck at it like you have you know you've fallen falling Star Wrestling you know for life and I don't mean that to sound you know generic or or just to sound like I'm being a a smart mark and quote or something but you are you're a part of the family for life and i just wish you could have spoke to me that was all i suppose that's what i'm saying in a nutshell
1: I, i've thought i've thought about this and i thought many times of uh, uh, you know viewing my frustration but something that you can fetch me and to be fair shawnee you know with you doing a lot more in Fallen star and you, you you know you've been around I've, I've never asked for anything i've never asked for a match i've never asked for you to book me for anybody i've never asked for an increase in my wage i've never asked to be main event I've never uh, well in theory I've never asked to be main event I might have said to you can you put me on a second half of the show because I've I've got something to do or can you put me on first because I've got got booking somewhere else but I've never directly came up to you Matt or anybody that's been ever involved in any type of booking with Fallen Star and actually asked for anything for anything ever uh, and, and I haven't but the, the reason I never came to you is because it was a spare of the moment thing that I'd done. There was no way to approach that conversation. That that bus had gone, that ship had sailed and unfortunately there was only then one path that I felt needed to happen. And 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 again it wasn't wasn't an easy decision to make but it was probably made easier by the fact that I let myself down. I let the fans down. The fans have reached out that that's not bullshit. There's been fans that have messaged me this week and I will name no names but that have mentioned mental health, the amount of times that I've touched them in regards to the, 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 the spur of the moment, the buzz of the crowd. Look, the, the things that I've forgot about, the things that made me love the business. And if I'd forgot, if I've forgotten about them and fans have to remind me, then it's the right time. And I don't want wrestling to become a bad memory um i've had some fantastic memories and you're right i've met some great people and i've got some fantastic friends not not just friends look they're not just friends that you oh yeah he's my mate no 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 friends family so it's not been easy to walk away there's been a few times that that i've thought to myself have i made the right decision you know uh, i'll make no secret with that but unfortunately my decision has been made and i just thank fallen star for allowing me to work two shows in September we'd already discussed dates etc cetera, etc cetera, so I think it's quite professional on both sides that we can still adhere to them and it's nice for me and it's nice for Falling Star um, and it's nice for the fans to be able just to, to you know to see me basically bow my head and just say thank you um, because that's the look, look I, I didn't have to I didn't I didn't have to come on here tonight I didn't have to work the two shows I, I, I feel like I've put uh, look, I, I don't want to sound like a shoot towards wrestling or Falling Star in any way. As I said to you, I owe at Falling Star absolutely everything. But in regards to my personal life and what I want to achieve now moving forward as... Because I walked into Falling Star a boy and I'm leaving as a as a fully grown man. I don't want it to become bad memories. I would just like to thank Falling Star. But also remember that I've also given a lot to Falling Star. And that has to mean something, and I know it does. But what I mean is, it has to mean actually something with me. I have to also accept that I've done some cool shit within the company and memories to last forever.
2: As a promoter, I mean, I can't thank you enough. You've been you've been a part and parcel of some of fallen stars. You know, over the over the eleven years that we've been going, you've been around for a lot of that time. And again, the, you've grown in front of the crowd's eyes and you have been a part of some of Falling Star Wrestling's biggest moments. In fact, probably the biggest moment in Falling Star Wrestling is one, when you won the title against Danny Duggan and, and, and Matt Waters in that freeway. It's probably the, the, the biggest single pop we've ever had in Falling Star Wrestling. I mean, I, I train you to do a headlock and a top wristlock, but I can't train you to have that amount of charisma I can't train the the, the crowd to, to support you to, to that point back then fallen star wrestling rested a lot on your shoulders and you know I can see that can, uh, how that can be a, a heavy weight because I've, I've been in that position myself I mean, it does feel it does feel like a, a you know heavy weight on your shoulders but you, you carried it like a, a true professional I'm, I'm sure you you don't want any or you don't need it any adoration from me but in terms of how Falling Star Wrestling perceives Jaden Scar it'll always perceive him as one of the greats and as much as it's it's sad that you've got to leave and all good things must come to an end and all all that sort of stuff it's sad that you got to leave but you're right at least we've got to the point now where you can move on with your life your goals and aspirations outside of wrestling And hopefully make a success of whatever they are. But you you can also get to say goodbye to the fans. And like you say, on on other two dates that you had left on your we say contract, it's not a contract. But if you yeah, say yeah. you're going to do two, if you, yeah, if you say you're going to do a date, you're going to be there. And you're yeah, there yeah, so days, was, two yeah, two yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, uh, I, mean, I mean, if 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 I if you'd have said, I'm not doing them, Jimmy, I'm not going to sit there and, and find or take you to court, or even be you know hugely pissed off about, it, I think it'd be hey, a we'll shame for that. you. Not to yeah uh, yeah I think it's a shame I think it'd be a shame for you not to go out the way you want to and to give that crowd a chance to say goodbye. Shaunie, is there anything? Is is there any couple of questions you got that to to fire off? You know we got Jaden on the line.
0: Well, first of all, I just want to obviously thank you for coming on and being so frank about this whole thing. As somebody in the past who's probably left Falling Star Wrestling not on the best of terms and kind of just, you know, to be frank, you know, those six years I was away, Jimmy, I was a little bit of a ghost and you didn't know whether I was going to come back. Or you didn't know if I was going to turn up at the next show or whatever. You know, you're doing things the right way. You may have kind of made this rash decision at Westlin where you just kind of left the ring and that was that moment in your mind where you just kind of went, right, I'm done. You know, sometimes when you're in a job or in a relationship or anything like that, you know, you can have a a rough couple of months, but then sometimes it can, it can just all of a sudden become a bit sunny and then your disposition change. You maybe don't want to speak to Jim and say, oh, I'm I'm really upset with things right now. I'm not really feeling it. And then in a couple of months later, like Jimmy's trying to do his best to kind of comfort you. And then you're like, oh no, I was just going through a bad point. Like sometimes you want to keep those things to yourself. And then I guess like just that moment, you just you just had enough and you just thought right okay that's fine but like going out the way you're going to go out and these last two shows in Wesleyan and in Watlington I think that's a really really good thing and I guess my question to you is as you know a 10-year veteran of the squared circle and with wrestling being such a kind of symbiotic thing you know you've taken a lot from Jimmy when you when you were learning how to wrestle and now going out as a, as a veteran as a pro would you have any advice to aspiring wrestlers whether they be anywhere in the world listening to the podcast or, you know, those guys that are probably listening in the Falling Star Wrestling Academy who want to get a little bit of, I guess, knowledge of somebody who's, who's on their way out of the way out of the business.
1: Yeah, what advice for the young cat?
0: I mean because you've been there, you've you've done it, you've been you've been champion, you've been you've been a singles wrestler, you've been heel, you've been babyface, you've you've worked for other promotions, you've negotiated, you've been abroad, you you've done a lot in this business, you know. And a lot of people look up to you and what you've been able to achieve and I guess like what what would be the one thing that that maybe l- helped you stick around in the wrestling business?
1: It it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what size you are. If you dedicate your life, and I mean your life, and I don't mean to say the gym 24-7, go to the gym, obviously, but I mean, if you're sitting at home and you're watching videos and you're making notes and then the next day you've got training and then you're going off to a school on the friday or the saturday because there's no show until the sunday and then you've got a little show to do that's that's all part and parcel of, of, of learning and uh, jim we used to say this to all of us when he said it tonight he, he will learn you a wrist lock he will learn you a lot more than a wrist lock trust me but you still have to you still have to get it and don't be deluded in thinking that you're going to be from training in a wrestling school to WWE in 2 years time have set set goals that are not too far away that you can keep setting goals and just keep advancing yourself some people you know might see me as a bit of an asshole after what I've done some people might understand but i honestly as soon as i walk into the show i shake everybody's hands whether they've been training a day or 10 years i constantly have a conversation with james about the numbers that we now have um, at falling star it's fantastic to see we only had that conversation maybe a month ago jim probably where i where i said to you that it's really really good for the numbers that that you are getting. so
2: yeah the academy yeah no you did yeah
1: yeah i'm not oblivious to what's around me and what's going on and there's some great you know there's some great workers out there but most importantly at, at the moment what i do see with all of the guys coming through this young ollie Robbie, the sound the JJ. I see, I do see a level of a, a level of dedication. Now, I won't make no names. This personal evaluation. Some some more dedicated than others, but I do see dedication coming from every single one of them. So, without me blubbering my mouth, just stay dedicated and spend as much time as you possibly can. Whether it's all weekend, whether it's two hours as soon as you get home, whether it's your dinner break and be your strongest critique. Nobody will tell you your shit. Who wants to tell you your shit? Unless you're an arsehole, it'll always be constructive feedback. The only person that should ever tell you that your shit is yourself. So watch your matches back, kids. And if it is shit, tell yourself it's shit. Uh, either don't do it again because you can't do it, or make sure the next time that you do fucking do it, it's done properly. If you fuck something up, make sure the next time you do it, that it's done fucking better than what they thought it was supposed to be done in the fucking first place.
2: I, I think that's good advice. I think you you hit the nail on the head. Don't drive yourself into the ground. But you're all, if if you care about the business, you're always going to be your own harsh, self-critic. I've got yeah. two more questions for you, Jaden, and then cool. I'll let you go. The first question is: first question is is when you were in the ring on uh, the last wrestling not taking the, the, the fans who listen to this podcast like, you know, the, the fans who listen to this podcast tend to be you, your smart fans. So they obviously know what goes on. You know, we had a finished plan. I told you what, what, what I wanted the end to be. And obviously you guys have had a, had a bit of a chat about it. That wasn't the finish obviously. And you know, we, we, we've made no bones about it. I'm not going to drill it down people's throats. Mm. That wasn't obviously meant to happen. What, what did happen what was going through your brain? It might be all a blur, and if it is, just tell me. But what's going? What was going through your your brain, like from the moment you hit that last move and you were resting and whatnot, to <coughs> just taking your shit off and walking out the walking out the door. So it was. It was obviously we were coming towards the close of the match. What was the idea? Like what, what was uh, going through I, your brain? It. it,
1: it, it. Oh. I think we need to move on, Jim. Oh, good. Home, it's, it's just too close to home, mate. It's just too close to home. All I'd like to say is, is, that I didn't really remember too much of it. My partner, my kids, I, I didn't say a word uh, 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 until the Monday morning. But yeah, look, I, 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 you know, I. No, like I, I won't know,
2: press that. that one. I won't press that. I won't press Thank that one. And and secondly, like Shaunie said, you've had you've had a little chat with the up and coming wrestlers. What do you want to say to the the fallen star wrestling fans?
1: My fans, look, they've been so loyal. Everywhere I've gone, I've had just fantastic support. Whenever I've had injuries or been looking down, and as I said, the fans have really reached out, and I'm not just talking about one or two. There's been many fans that have reached out and also reached out to other workers, which has made workers then ask me if I'm okay. It is my last dancers in the ring, and there won't be any more after it. It is a hard time at the moment for people to put their hand in their pocket, but... I would like to hope that with the cost of a couple of pints of beer nowadays, I'd like to hope that they'll come out and they'll come out and see me. But I've always been respectful. I love the lads backstage. I'm just one guy. There'll be five matches, nine other guys on the cards. There's fantastic wrestlers. Put your hand in your pocket and just come and see us all. And then I'll be there just to say my goodbye. And My thank you. Before you let me go, I would like to thank you both. Shawnee, I'd like to thank you for the countless times we've worked together. It's been an absolute pleasure to share the ring with you, and I mean that as well. I could say that to you privately, and it would mean just the same, but I'd like to take the opportunity to do it now. James, thank you for everything. I'd like to let the fans know there is no bad fever between myself you, anybody in the the back, any of the bookers, absolutely nobody in Fallen Star. We have all mended the bridges. This is my decision. I've not been made to make a statement. I've not been made to come on here. This has been my own choice. But I would like to just say thank you for the time that you... I'd just like to thank you for the time that you've... Putting to me, not just as a wrestler on a personal level as well. So, uh, thank you very much. You're not just a friend, you are family, the pair of you. So, thank you. Thank you very much.
2: It, it, honestly, Jane, it's been, it's been a pleasure. You, you've given Fallen Star Wrestling countless amazing memories and is it's, it's going to be the next two shows are going to be hugely emotional <laughs> for us all and I just want to make sure that you, you're, you're seen out in the proper way, the way that you deserve because, you know, in terms of Fallen Star Wrestling and, us going forward there's only going to be one Jaden Scott and it's as simple as that and, and you've provided all in Star Wrestling with, with some of the most intense intensity and some of the greatest matches that we've ever put on so thank you for your time and thank you for the memories and let's just fucking let's just go out with a, with, with, with a bang Definitely. and uh, make sure that these make sure that these last two shows showcase you in the proper and correct light way that Jaden's car should be sent off but thank you very much craig as a as a human being as a wrestler you know you'll always be top notch and you'll always be uh, one of my one of my best mates thank you You guys
0: yeah mate same same for me i can't really kind of tack on too much you know I echo Jim's sentiments there we've had some wicked times in the ring it's been some of the best matches you really helped me grow as a heel because you were just such a big baby face we, we probably had a string of maybe sort of four or five matches together and those were those were a series that I really really liked we had we had a few kind of hiccups with Beaches of Mary comes to mind with the, trying to grab the you know all that, all that sort of stuff we've talked about it before and you know I'd like to talk to you about it again because you know going over those memories all the good stuff all the bad stuff the things that go well things that don't go well they're just they're just fun wrestling memories and it's, it's good to have those types of things with with people you like people you get on with people you respect you know we're, we're not into the, the same things outside of wrestling but the one thing that we do share is a love of professional wrestling and i think that kind of comes out in you know in, in our personalities
1: definitely i'll tell you how i sometimes describe it when you go to open towers you wouldn't get on oblivion if there wasn't a harness and a seat belt you would you 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 wouldn't get on it, yeah? You get in it and you put your harness on and you put your seatbelt on. And if you're not scared of hopes or anything, you might not think it, but at some point you'll think I oh, hope this fucking harness doesn't fucking shoot off me. Yeah? <laughs> when when we're at rest, when we're wrestling, we don't have that time to even think, I fucking hope that they fucking don't dump me on my fucking head but you just give them your fucking body and you give them everything. And that sometimes is probably fucking the most underappreciated connection in fucking wrestling. It really, really is. When would you ever give anybody the keys to your fucking life? No, in no walk of life.
2: Not not only are you being extremely physical and and sort of, you know, beating on each other, but you're right. the, The main rules I've always said at wrestling school is to is to treat your opponent's value your opponent's body over your own and when you do that and when you do that many many times with someone, there, there is a bond there that's there for life because you're putting someone's <laughs> life in the palm of their hand and and they're doing the same to you. There's a bond between wrestlers which you don't have with your normal friends and it's more than a sportsmanlike conduct. You're giving people your fucking life. Mm-hmm. You're giving people you know one slip, one act of unprofessionalism, one accident. And you could be drinking your dinner for a straw for the rest of your life and stuck in a wheelchair. So there is that trust and there is that bond and there's that love and care. Even if outside you've got, like Shawnee said, you've got totally separate interests. The one thing that bonds us is wrestling, time in wrestling, watching falling star wrestling grow. You've been an integral part of that and going to be very, very hard. But we'll, we'll send you off in the right way. Don't worry.
1: Thank you. Thank you, and cheers for having me on. And, uh, yeah, yeah, like, the merch table, Joe, you know, the music, all the backstage guys, young, old, people that have left, people that are still there, the people that come in from different schools. Just cheers for being a part of my journey and my memories because, trust me, there's a, there's a memory of all of you, absolutely all of you. So, you know, thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, Jim, I didn't think it was real, did you? Like, I, I... I didn't think it would come to the day. I thought Jaden Scar would probably be with Falling Star Wrestling until he was an old man. Like, that guy seemed to sort of live, breathe, sleep, eat Falling Star Wrestling. And and to kind of, re- like, I, I guess that's the first time it's really hit me. Like, I saw the post on social media, and I was thinking, okay, that, that, that's pretty sad and then like speaking to him here like you can just hear how genuine it is sometimes you just get to the to the end of the road and that's it like how, how, how do you feel about the whole situation mate?
2: Uh, well obviously I'm gutted I mean I'm totally gutted he's as we said on the phone call it's 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 sort of like I'm happy that he's happy and things are going so well I know he's involved in you know in construction in some way He's got his own business, which he's very successful at. He's got his kids. I've met his kids. A lot of his kids come to shows for years, watch them grow up. You know, I know he's a great dad. I know he's their world. I know he's 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 in a relationship now where he's really happy, really settled. And unfortunately, not not for people like me. But you know, there gets there comes a point in people's lives where it's not worth the risk anymore, and maybe that's what. what what, what he feels. I mean, if he gets, if he gets hurt from wrestling, which is an extremely real possibility, you know, he can't go to work. He can't play with his kids. His home life will suffer. We've literally just come come off the phone and obviously decided to do this sort of like summarization of the phone call and how we feel about it. And there's a certain part of me that after listening to that phone call, I suppose feels relieved that it's not something that falling star wrestling has done. It's not something that I've done. It's not something that I've overlooked, you know, because what I was worried about is him saying, I've been miserable for a long time. You know, I feel the way that you booked me for the past couple of years is since COVID is is all the Christ, 18 months since COVID. It's, it's shite, I, blah, blah, blah. I'm just pissed off. And go down that route, I thought that there might be a bit more of a confrontation with it, but it wasn't. It actually just boils down to the fact that, He's happy and he doesn't see wrestling in, in his future anymore, which is is great for him. And I suppose as a friend, I'm happy for him and delighted for him. As a promoter of a business that relies on talent to keep it going, it's a big loss. It's a big, big loss. And he's going to leave a big gap. But these things have happened before how many times have people of people come and gone. I'm not saying it's going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination, but Falling Star Wrestling obviously will go on. Falling Star Wrestling has got a lot of great talent, up-and-coming talent, plus, plus talent like yourself and Furio and the NLP and The Sound coming up now. And a lot of guys that we get in, are like the UKP and Johnny Storm, we've got a lot of good guys affiliated with us. We've got a really good reputation. So I think Falling Star Wrestling will be fine but, you know, there's going to be a big James gar gap to be filled, which I think it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult to come across someone with that amount of intensity. He brought a lot of realism to his matches, and that's hard to find. As a, as a coach and as a trainer, it's hard to find, and that's why people identified with him for so long. So on a professional level, I'm absolutely gutted. But, you know it's not me he should stay in involved in wrestling for it's himself he's not going to make millions out of it it's a passion project like it is for all of us in a lot of ways these days and if you're not passionate about it you can't do it this is where i was going to ask you a question for someone who sort of got disillusioned by wrestling and then got bitten by the bug and and came back i know it's probably a a different thing for you but it's I, i see that this is the thing i'm so sad I never fell out of love with wrestling. I've always loved it. I've always wanted to do it. I've never not wanted to be involved in wrestling in some way, shape or form. My my roles and responsibilities have changed over the years, but that's only so I could find a way to stay involved with wrestling for you when it came, was it something that suddenly hit you? I know you had a, a, you don't have to divulge too much about it, but was it just something that, that gradually over time just wore off for you and you, you weren't enjoying it anymore. And that was it, you know,
0: I think that's a pretty, pretty good summation of what happened really. And I think, when life is changing around you and you're not exactly the same person you want and have different goals and aspirations, like you're not the the person you were when you were 16, when you were wrestling with your friends in the playground and doing backyard stuff. You're not the same person you were sort of age 19, 20, 21, going to wrestling schools in Romford, traveling three hours there, doing a couple of hours, rolling around on the mats and then three hours back. Like that was dedication, that was passion. And when that's not there and when you don't have the same things and the things in your mind like when when wrestling always used to be number one, it was like you couldn't wait to go wrestling, you couldn't wait to watch the next pay-per-view, you couldn't wait to talk about wrestling with your friends, you couldn't wait to go down the pub and, and have a big discussion and then come back and watch some wrestling afterwards. And then sort of wrestling for me just sort of slowly became like number two and then number one was, you know, sort of goals and aspirations in terms of jobs and things like that. And then, then it becomes number three where like job was number two and then I want to do some kind of travel. And explore the world, and then wrestling sort of starts slowly go down this this list of things that became important to me. And then when it's not as important, it's difficult to feel that passion. And then every little thing just kind of I guess like grates on you, you a little bit. Maybe you're you know you're not in the right angle, or you're not really feeling it, or you, you get a little bit hurt, or. I don't know, there's there's many things. And then when wrestling becomes like the number 10 thing in your life, when you've got all these different things, whether, you know, you want to sort of pursue a relationship with somebody and then you move in together and then some some other passion comes along like for me it was i got sort of heavily involved in in trying to do like movies and film and i would just consume myself with movies and films and tv shows and then i got different jobs which took me elsewhere and i sort of became separated from wrestling i was no longer in the sort of whiz beach kingslin area so then for me there was that extra step because i was like an hour and a half away to actually then just feel like I, I, I really wanted to, then it was an extra commitment. So at that point, when that number 10 thing in your life requires you to basically take up your whole weekend to go there, to do your training, to sort everything out, to be around people, to then do the show and then be tired the next day and travel all the way back home again, it didn't seem like something that I wanted to do. And then it just became to the point, And, you know, I, I mentioned it when we were chatting to Craig there a little bit like, I didn't do it in the right way and I know we've had a few people sort of come and go and and I think it's just easier to just not turn up one day and then people think, oh, I didn't turn up to that show. And then you miss a couple shows and then a couple more shows. And then maybe you get the odd message like, where are you? And then it's, it's, it's a little bit like ghosting. You know, if, if you're on a date with a woman and it doesn't really work out and I, I've never really been good with confrontation, you know? So for me, sort of breaking up with falling Star wrestling was the easiest thing for me to do was just, just to you know, sort of cut myself off from it. And that is sort of where I was at that point. There were so many different things that just took up my life, and I just thought I don't need wrestling in my life at that point. And then, give it a couple of years, I was away from the business for, for a little while I think maybe even six years and then it just sort of starts creeping in. You might watch a little bit of a wrestling show, or you know, I started a job and then there were wrestling fans there and then we started to go and watch live wrestling shows together. And that was nice just to be a fan for a little while. I didn't have that pressure of like, oh, I need to be in shape. I need to think about a gimmick. I need to go and set up the ring and and be a part of the show. It was nice to just sit there and be as a fan. And then you'd watch a show and you'd be like, oh, that was a really cool match it'd be really cool if I could do that again. But don't worry about it. I'm not going to do it. And then, you know, you I, I wouldn't always tell people that I used to be a wrestler. And then those things started to creep into the into the conversations. And, oh, yeah, I used to do a little bit of wrestling. And then you'd show them the, the tapes and stuff and start talking about it. And then it just starts building up. And then this number 10 thing in your life becomes number nine and then becomes number eight and then um, number seven. And then you sort of start sort of thinking about it a little bit more. What if? What if? What if? Oh, I reckon I could give this a go. And then you remember all of the really, really, really good times because when you're not into wrestling, all the, all the bad stuff seems to kind of come to the top. And it's not like horrible stuff. It's just like sort of, annoyances but then when you're like sort of feeling the passion for it all the good stuff starts to come bubbling to the top the good times with the boys the the rush and the feeling of the the being in the ring and at that time I'd only really ever been a, a heel and just that sort of like you know going out to the ring and just having people boo you and just the rush of all that sort of stuff and then it sort of started slowly creeping up slowly creeping up and then it became sort of like a top 5 thing in my life again I was like right I feel like I'm in the headspace to be able to do this again. So you know, you sort of start dipping your toe into the water again, go into a few training sessions, start working your way in again. You know, not expecting to to be headliner on a show ever again, but I think I you know I arrived once and I, I did a ref job, and then the next time I brought some gear and then I, I I did like a little sort of tag team match and just sort of built up from there. And then it's just it's just amazing how it all changes from. Your mental mind six years ago, or my mental mind six, eight, however many years ago it was, to to now where... You know, Craig was mentioning you think about wrestling. You're writing notes. You're watching wrestling. You're analysing things. You know, it helps that we're doing the podcast. We're always talking about wrestling. We're always just kind of engaging with other wrestlers. And then when it comes to show day, it's it's the coolest feeling in the world because we're we're on a roll at the moment with with some of the shows that we're putting on. In, uh, you know, Wesleyan, We're going to head to Watlington and stuff like that. And just the excitement of being a part of that thing is is it's just kind of overwhelming and it's it's hard not to have that feeling. And I can imagine maybe Craig's got to that point where, you know, he's got his job, he's got his girlfriend, he's got his kids, he's got his business, he does his DJing and stuff. And like for him, maybe he's got 10, 12, 15 things that are more important to him at the moment. And then the thought of having to... Step away from all of those nice things that he's got in his life is is just too tempting. And maybe maybe that's something that you've never really come across, Jim. Maybe like wrestling has always kind of remained that number one thing in your life because, I don't know, you you've got that kind of focus, whereas I don't really. Like I I I like a lot of different things. I I'm always interested in all these tiny little things. So I sort of have this brain where something will float into my mind. I'll be like, oh, I want to try that and I wanna try that and I wanna try that. And I think that'd be really, really cool. So like my kind of top ten things that I like is always shuffling around and it's always kind of taking in, in different areas. Whereas maybe for you you've got that kind of mental focus where you're just like wrestling. That's the thing, you know. You've got family and friends and jobs and stuff, but like wrestling, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I tell you, I tell you what it is. is, is It's a couple of different things. It, is Is one obviously like you? I was, I was a wrestling fan from, or like most wrestlers, I was a wrestling fan ever since I can remember. I've always loved the business, and I think when I started, it was so hard to get into, and it was such a privilege to get into that once you were in it, you worked to the point where you got to a certain stage that you were so frightened, not frightened of losing your spot in terms of like, oh, I'm not going to be fucking, you know, TWF's fucking heavyweight champion anymore. But it's sort of the point where people might forget about you. It's like any kind of show business. If you're away for two weeks, you know, you may as well be totally forgotten about especially if you're an independent wrestler. And, and, I, and I did get disillusioned with wrestling. And I think that, if I hadn't started Falling star Wrestling, I would have quit. There was no two ways I'd be on the circuit now, doing the camps and sitting in a dressing room for the sort of people I used to sit in dressing rooms with back then. I I, I did become disillusioned with a job, but because I because I didn't want to stop wrestling, I still actually loved the bell to bell part of it. I also knew that... that there was an opportunity here, especially in this area, for me to go a different route with it, hence starting Fallen Star Wrestling. And the thing that I will say, I've sacrificed so much and not in a good way. I've sacrificed a lot of, a, a huge amount of my finances and I've sacrificed a lot of time with my friends and things that I enjoy, holidays away, many, many things. The only thing, above wrestling for me in my life is my son and my son luckily can can come to wrestling and i can still be a good dad and be a wrestler but with a job as well a nine to five job i haven't got room for a great deal of anything else so things like relationships suffer and to even be able to 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 pursue or find a girlfriend or go on dates there's just no time so i've sacrificed and given up my life over the past 11 years for falling star wrestling now i'm not expecting a round of applause because i've loved it and you know i've loved supporting and helping coaching people to achieve their dreams as well you know we've had some fantastic moments and and i'd never swap it for anything else i think around about the 10 year mark if i hadn't have started falling star wrestling i wouldn't be a wrestler either because there was nowhere to go for me then by that point i'd had my WWE tryout, I would have just carried on doing the same circuit and being involved in the same thing. I might've done the odd job here and there, but it wouldn't have been to the level I, I got at. to expect people to sacrifice what I have is ludicrous. The only reason that I can sort of half justify it to myself is that, well, you know, fullness style wrestling is my business. There's a lot of people that count on me to provide that business for them in terms of providing the shows, providing the training and it helps them. And it's sort of like a, a bit of a catch 22 situation in a good way. But I've cons- convinced myself that I can't step away when of course I could, I could step away and there's any number of people now who could get together and make sure that the thing goes on with, with, with less involvement from me. And there has been, there has been, I've like, my life has been made a lot easier over the past well, five, six years, especially since Joe's come aboard, Jack's mum, stuff like that. You know, there's been a lot of people and yourself and that, you know, people know what they're doing now. They know their role. I don't have to turn up to make sure setup's done. I don't have to turn up to make sure that the, the sound or everything, bits and bobs are done. I don't have to make sure to make, you know, pay everyone. You know, I can just deal specifically with my side of things, which is, Obviously, the booking, the coaching, the construction of the show, storylines, angles, things like that—things that I'm interested in. But that's a long way of saying for me that FSW has extended my career and made wrestling for me a passion project and probably probably a life's work. In the fact that as long as Fallen Star Wrestling will be around, I'll be around. Of course, if it stopped tomorrow for whatever reason, then I probably won't be involved in wrestling anymore. So I've got Fallen Star Wrestling to cling to to extend my wrestling career, probably for longer than it should go on for. But, it, it you know, with the basis of the school and my knowledge and the coaching and all that sort of stuff, it's, it's, it's extended my career. But I can see how, you know, what it sounded like you were doing was... You put wrestling on the back burner to get your ducks in a row. You needed a career. You were pursuing relationships. You didn't want to give up all your weekends, put in a wrestling ring in a garage. You wanted to be out and about with your mates at festivals. You wanted to be traveling. And then once you got all your ducks in a row again, wrestling was always an option. FSW was still there, so you could come back to it. Me just talking to Craig there and talking to Jaden it did seem very final. You know, when you break up with a girlfriend and you think, Oh, we'll be back. We'll get, we'll be back together in fucking 10 minutes. Do you know what I mean? And then sometimes you break up with a girlfriend and you think "This, that's fucking it. Like, you know, that's it. She knows that's it. There's no amount of conversation that will sway one another back and forth. And before the, the, this conversation started with Jaden Scott, I just sort of promised to myself before we started this podcast, when when I spoke to him, because like I said, like we said on the podcast, and I've said it probably a couple of times since, I haven't said a word to him since the show. And I didn't want to seem like I was begging him to stay because he's a great talent or whatever, but you can't. Convince someone to do something that they're not like wrestling when they're not totally in love with it. But I was still wanted to sound him out because you know if if it was a sort of I'm in an R ah in and I regret the decision I made and I wish uh, these two matches I wish you and I had said that blah blah blah. If he just said something like that, then of course I would have said you know well FSW the doors are always open or this or that sort of stuff. You know you, you don't have to quit. These don't have to be your last two matches. It's not too late to back out. I could have said those words to him, but it just seems so final that there's there's no point. Like when something's done, it's done. He's had a good ten year run, but you know he sounds like he's enjoyed it. He sounds like the fans mean a lot to him. It sounds like the boys mean a lot to him, and I'm pleased that fallen star wrestling from whether it was myself, whether it was you, whether it was you know the guys that. Of 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 taught him and brought him up to get him to a decent standard, and then obviously for him to sort of take the ball and run with it. You know, I'm glad that 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 he's happy with his career. I think he's had a a, a nice career. He's always been one of the more real, intense characters in falling star wrestling. He's always been coming up with constant ideas, whether it be for his gear, for merch, for angles, for moves, for different things that he can do in his matches, for different stories. He's always we've always been talking, and he's always had a very good idea and feel for the business. So he can retire knowing that he's had a good run, some great matches, and I, I had a good I had a good time. He fucked his knees up early on. That would have made anyone that would have made 99.9% of the people who, who were involved in that incident they would have quit. They wouldn't have come back. But he came back with more determination and grit than than ever before I hope that the the knees are good I hope they don't cause him a problem in the future you know I hope he doesn't have any problems with injuries in the future in terms of you know just wear and tear I hope he got out of it at the right time for him I hope he's done it for the right reasons it sounds like he has and these two matches coming they're going to be emotional it's going to be it's going to be awesome to see obviously awesome to see him in the last couple of times in action but it's going to be sad as well Bit of sweet, but it's not goodbye forever, you know. Hopefully, he'll maybe pop down to a show or two and watch one maybe down the line, or you know, might might say hello. But you know, I think as for Jaden Scar's in ring career, and I don't know if you agree, but it sounds like sounds like he's happy, content, and he just wants to get on with his life. And you know, he's thirty five, still a young man. He's, he's got a got a lot to live for. It sounds like he's he's got a plan. So you know. I, I just hope he, hope he does well. I hope it's the right decision for him, and uh, you know, I'm I'm pleased and proud with him. What you know, whatever he would have decided to have done, I'm pleased and proud for him. And just thank you for the time that you've put in the fall and Star Wrestling, Craig. You've you've been a godsend, and yeah, we'll we'll see you on the eleventh, and just see what you see what your last match in wrestling brings for you. I hope you I hope it's everything you want it to be. You know.
0: I think that's another thing as well. Like, for me, when I was early on in my career, I never really achieved that much, you know, in in a sense of there was never, like, championship matches. There was never kind of main event. And I guess maybe for for Craig Jaden, like, he has reached the pinnacle of Falling Star Wrestling. And maybe if he hadn't of, and then he maybe started sort of feeling this sort of negativity about, you know, professional wrestling and stuff, then maybe he he might have kind of left it, give it a little while to, to build up that love again and then be like, right, okay, in this next stint, I'm going to be FSW champion. I'm going to be, you know, tag team champion. I'm going to have the best matches. I'm going to headline Sport. But he has done all of those things. And... He's going out on his own terms as well. He's He said that he's going to work these two shows, Westland and Watlington. And, you know, he can go out there and he can just tear it up and have two really awesome matches and just sort of say goodbye to everyone. It's, it's, it is a nice punctuation point to be able to do that. And not many people will do that. A lot of people will just sort of quit and then sort of leave it, not really knowing what's going to happen. And I think that's the worst point. I think he's probably, you know, for for all the 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 the, the times we're going to want him there to sort of lead the company and be that sort of shining star within falling star he's done it the right way i think personally he's said right here's here's my jumping off point i'm going to do it the right way i've achieved what i want to achieve and i'm going to work these two matches have a blast hang out with the boys, spend as much time as I can with the boys and just enjoy it and then say thank you and goodbye to the fans in his own way. And I think that's a really, really nice way to do it, you know, as bittersweet as it is.
2: Yeah, it it is bittersweet, but there's hardly anyone in this job that gets to end their career on their own terms. There's just not... People are either forced into retirement due to injury, they either either die or... Or they just they just outstay their welcome. I mean, if you just look at something like Ric Flair's last match, the reason he's in the ring doing that last match is because he needs to be in that ring. He just can't identify as anything else other than a wrestler. I sort of understand that. Not that I've ever got to Ric Flair's level or would, you know, or or probably would even have wanted to have been the amount of pressure that he had on his shoulders back in the day. But you know, there's a part of me that no matter what what's going on in my life i'm a wrestler i'm involved in wrestling i've got wrestling to look forward to and it's a comfort for me it's you know it's like an anxiety blanket i'm a wrestler it's cool it's a conversation starter take that away from me and i feel like i'm nothing which is stupid because i'm not you know we're all human beings we're all on the we're all on the same plane we're all on the same earth together and being a wrestler isn't any any different or grandier than working in a nursing home or working behind the bar. It's just another way to make a living. But when you love something so much and when you grew up watching something that you were so enamoured with and you get the opportunity to even slightly be involved in that job and to be able to put on a pair of boots and and, and go in the ring and, and, and do it it, it, it it mentally, for me, has embedded itself so much in my psyche that if I feel like I'm not a wrestler or involved in wrestling. I don't know what I would do. I sometimes envy people who can have, like Craig has done, have a 10-year career, hit it out of the park, leave on their own terms. You know, obviously Craig had his knee injury, but leave relatively unscathed, carry on with his his work and his family, live that life. Let's not pretend that Craig was a WWE superstar or an AEW superstar, but he was a fucking good hand a really good wrestler and and in the scene that he was in was, was, was a big name. And there's a lot of people who care and, and have a huge amount of care, love and respect for him, not just in the dressing room, but also, you know, many, many people's lives that he would have affected had he not got in the wrestling business. So, you know, he got to live out, out his dream for the amount of time that he wanted. Obviously, you know, it's, it's not the best what happened at the last West End show, but we could dwell on that forever. It is what it is. It was the boiling point. It was the straw that broke the camel's back, and that's what he needed to to say to us that this is it. And now that everything's out in the open, I feel better. I'm sure he he feels better. He can he can go out, like you said, have a blast with those two matches, entertain the crowd two more times. I only like Jaden Stark uh, can. And finish his career on a high note, and you know, say adios, fallen star wrestling and its fans, the way he wants to do it. And don't let the fact that he's leaving, you know, let you believe that he doesn't care about wrestling or what he's what what he's done or created in the past. is just not in his future, and we can understand that. You know, it's like I go back to the relationship scenario there on. If you've been with someone and you loved them more than anything at the time in fucking, you know, at, at one point, that love doesn't mean that it never existed. It's just run its course. Sometimes things just run their course. He had a huge passion for this business, which obviously you need to succeed. But he had a huge passion for this business. And, you know, it, even if it's subsided now and he's and, he, and he's going off, you know, and he's going off and pursuing other things, it doesn't mean that he he didn't love this job and he didn't leave a huge a huge mark in this job especially in the scrapbooks of falling star wrestling um best of luck to the man i love the guy and i'm happy that he's going to pu- to pursue his life in the way that he wants to and get out the business on his own terms so best of luck to uh, Jane's got.
0: I mean, I think we pretty much said it all there and there's not really much else to say about the matter. Jaden Scar has made his choice and now you have two more chances to come and see him wrestle and say your thank yous and goodbyes. If this is the first time you're hearing the Falling Star Wrestling podcast today, well, thanks for coming along for the ride. Please consider subscribing and following along for more chats about Falling Star Wrestling. The podcast is available on the usual podcast platforms, Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as the mighty Spotify. While you're there, please rate and review. It really helps us out. Join us for the Jaden Scar farewell shows being hosted at the end Sports and Social Club on Sunday, 11th of September, and then the last one, the final one at Watlington, two weeks later on the 25th of September. Bring your banners, t-shirts, and tissues, and help us show Jaden off in the best way possible. Both shows are on Sunday, so they'll be starting earlier. Doors at 3:30, with the action starting at 4:30. Tickets available on the door. More information, visit our Facebook page. It's at Falling Star Wrestling. Once again, thank you for listening and cheers to Jaden for jumping on the show today. And we'll catch you next time for another edition of the Falling Star Wrestling Podcast. See you later.